Welcome to episode 10 of Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss simple ways to save money, why patience is certainly a virtue, and how failure is just feedback. All right, welcome back, everybody. Nicole, how's it going? Pretty good over here. How about you? I'm good. I uh, I had a rough morning with Miss Zozo, who is teething, and so she woke us up at I can't remember five or five thirty. It was fun. Oh, <laughs> she's ready to get the day going. Oh man, yeah, she's really struggling with her teeth, and so she got a little. She got her first one popped through. It was so cute. You're like, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, she wouldn't go back to bed after a bottle. So um, yeah, we've had <laughs> we've had a rough morning week, weeks. The whole week, the mornings have been, we've been taking turns getting up early with her just because. because it's been <sighs> coming. It's been coming. But yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things you got to get through as a parent. <laughs> yeah, it does get better. It does get better. I do know that with Luke. Once the teeth are through, then they're good. You're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to yeah. get them all in there first. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of them. I'm super excited because two episodes ago, so we just launched episode eight, I think, couple days ago and mm-hmm. we've already had several people write in about inspired actions that they've done. I got a text that said um, Jenny was inspired and she bought the person behind her in Starbucks. She bought his coffee or her coffee and I was like, oh, I love it. Oh, that is so cool. I know. Like, oh, spreading love. And then Allison wrote back. She made, made a comment on the blog. She said, thanks for the acts of kindness ideas. Last month, I wrote letters to soldiers through Operation Smile and dropped off an edible arrangement at my local fire department, which they love because, as one fireman said, he normally gets cookies and cakes. So my theory was right. <laughs> oh, how funny. That's good. I know. And I was like, yay, we're not the, like, yogis aren't the only ones, like, passing along the fruit. I like it. Oh, that is so cool. I know. And now she's she inspired me because I turned 40 in August, so... I think I'm going to do it. I'll do um, the 40 acts of kindness before I 40. I love that. I think that is so cool. I would, there needs to be more of those kind of like fun activities running around on social media. I know. I know. You know what? And maybe what I'll do is I will blog as I, I'll blog as I do it and just keep adding. Oh yeah, you should. Cause you know, you see all those like surveys and things that people post and then like challenge other people to post. I'm like, Oh, I wish there would be like an interesting one that has a purpose, you know? I know. Although I was thinking like if I posted this on social media, I wouldn't want it to be like a, hey, look what I did, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you could just like invite people to like spread some kindness in the world. Yeah, exactly. Which, is, you know, we can always use. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of un unhappy, unkind things, or not really unkind, but sucky things. We have a sucky moment of the week. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Here's our sucky scale. One being kind of sucky. Five being super sucky. One. (sighs) Two. Three. Seriously? 
four, five. All right, Nicole. So what do we, we, we have a, a combination sucky moment of the week that we both have been experiencing. So what would you rate it as? Ooh, it's pretty high up on the scale. I'm going to go with a solid four for sure. That's, ex- that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we're at a four. All right. <laughs> so we touched on this. I don't know if it was last, I think it was last episode. We told you guys how we were changing our POS system. And uh, yeah, you want, I don't know. You want to explain to the world what's going on, Nicole? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you know how when you like plan for some things to go wrong and there's worst case scenario that everything could go wrong. I kind of feel like we're in the everything could go wrong zone. It's true. I mean, it's not so, I mean, we can function, but it's you and I are spending literally all of our time trying to fix things, right? Totally. Yeah. And I think it's, we are definitely in a functional space, but the way that you and I both operate type A, super organized, planning well in advance for everything, it's even harder for us to be flying by the seat of our pants right now, just because we're not wired that way. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, I think we are so, yeah, we've had, well, you guys have seen, if you saw our spreadsheets, I mean, and the, the people we're dealing with are awesome. Like we really love them and they're, it's just one of those situations where it kind of went awry and they're working their butts off to try to fix it. And you know, you're just one of the unlucky few. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't, there's not really a lot of blame to place necessarily. And really I, who knows? And it's not really worth our, anyone's time or effort to focus on that, but it has been really tough because we have so many other things going on. And so I think I, we were just talking about it and I was like, I need, I don't even know what the inspired action is. Like, you know, and <laughs> that I thought would be really worth talking about because sometimes when we're in the thick of the sucky moment, we just can't see what, what we can do to make it feel better. And you came up with a perfect one. And that sometimes it's the hardest place to come from. But a lot of times when you're in that sucky moment, you just have to be really patient and wait for the uncomfortable stuff to pass because it does pass and you have to be in it for a little while. But I think it's we got to be patient till we make it to the other side. Yeah. Patience, 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 which I've never been great at. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm Italian. Let's be real here. Yeah, it's so and I I mean, I, it can be like this with so many different things in life. So it could be a work situation or, and I know for me and I think you as well, it's been, it's like, okay, we have our ducks in a row, but then now we're frozen because we are waiting. We can't, there's a lot of things we just can't do or another thing will pop up and then we are, you know, working with a client and they can't get in. And then there's, again, nothing we can do until we tell the company and then the company has to get back to us. So you and I are not used to not being able to fix things right away. Yeah, that totally plays into my control issues. <laughs> yeah, very, for sure. But I think it's very real for every situation is that you have you have to be in it for a while and then just keep looking to the other side. We'll get there. It's coming. Yeah. Yes. And the thing is, 
that I've been really focusing on when people ask me about it is I really do love this system and I think it's beautiful and I think it's going to, I know it's going to be there. It's the right decision. And going back to last episode's discussion on why change is so hard. This Mm -hmm. is such a great example because we often live in this place, like this mental space that what is like happening to us right now is going to happen. And, and sometimes it does. I mean, it just, it does sometimes, most of the time it does. And most of the time what we create in our head is actually worse than what actually happens but um you know kind of weigh the cost benefit and it's going to be better and then really we kind of look at it from perspective it's like okay it's maybe a month of our lives exactly yeah and i am just really enjoying working with people who are like super helpful and want to figure it out i I think that makes a big difference too like i know that we're all trying (laughs) oh totally they're they're yeah, they're great. We love them over there, <laughs> which I think, you know, some people would be like, what? You love them? They're, you know, they're messing up. But it's a little more complicated than that as far as like tech. You just don't necessarily know. And it could, quote unquote, be their fault. But regardless, they're they're trying to work on fixing it. So it's certainly if, if it was, they didn't mean to do it. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, they don't want to do all this extra work. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody meant for any of this to happen. It just did. And now we're working together to figure it out. Yeah. So it's been a lesson in patience. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So we'll keep you guys updated. But I will say it, it's awesome. And we've been really, really um, counting on a lot of our staff to help us. And they've been amazing. So agree. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to a totally different topic. And we haven't really touched on this one yet. But I I think it's very interesting. And I'm just going to hand it over to you, my dear. All right, let's talk about money, money, money. Money, money, money. So yeah, today we're going to talk about some financial tips, which I'm super pumped about. Ah, I love it. Yes, this one's so great. So you uh, you guys used to do a lot of crazy stuff, right? Yes, I am like that. I'm that girl who will literally try anything once. And so anytime I hear about like a new bending trend or saving trend, I am game to give it a go and see if it works. So yeah, I'm super pumped to share about this one. This one's going to be fun. All right, let's see. Our first one we're going to talk about is go on a month-long spending fast. Ooh. Ooh. Every time you want to purchase something, you write it down first and then pause. Yeah, and you wait. You have to wait a month to buy it. Oh, man. That's intense. (laughs) I know. I did something similar to this, and it was really helpful because in my mind, I've always said, John and I are great with finances, And I think generally speaking, we are, we, you know, we don't have a lot of debt and we don't let our, you know, we've never had like money on our credit card that we always pay it off and things like that. But I would say, I don't know, there's always room for improvement. And I don't think I realized how much money we were spending on other things. Like we knew, we knew we spent way too much money on food because we weren't cooking and we were just eating out all the time, especially before the kids. This was bad. But I would say like, oh, I don't really buy any clothes because I I don't go to the mall really much, if at all, and whatever. But what I didn't realize was how much money I spend on Amazon and on like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially when I had Luke, I mean, I was like up, you know, all the time with a newborn, and I just thought I needed every breastfeeding like contraption known to man, (laughs) and you know, like going on blogs and just clicking and buying. Like it just, and I look now when I'm cleaning out, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much money I wasted. It's just so easy to click, click, buy, done. We'll be there in two days. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I think we have a tip on that coming up, but no, Amazon is scary how easy it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But what I think is good for this is it can help you realize 
get a clearer picture of really how you spend your money. Another one that um, we did was, and I think a lot of people do this anyway, but we, we pay with a lot of things in cash. And so instead we actually just put everything on our credit card. And so we went through at the end of the month and we, we got like a really clear picture of, oh my gosh, how much money do we spend on eating out? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause if you're not collecting receipts or anything, every time you do that, you probably wouldn't even know how much you spend every time, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that I'm kind of known for, I, I just like using cash and, you know, if John gets like a tip teaching a lesson, like he, he is one guy that gives him 20 bucks every week. And so he always, of course, buys a couple lunches or, you know, I'll, I put money in my Starbucks or my Dunkin' Donuts card. And so that's like fake money, but it's not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this one's kind of interesting, but I, I would say if you think you're really good with finances and you don't actually track it that much, it's just a great way to get a good picture on it. For sure. Especially big purchases. I see that being really beneficial. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make yeah. sure you really want it before you commit to it. Yeah, for sure. All right. So the next one is to take your saved passwords out of all online shopping accounts. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. That one's so good because I know I use my phone all the time, especially for Amazon. And because I can just be like, click, 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 done. Mm -hmm. But if I have to go in and even better change your password to something you don't remember. So you have to look it up because I don't know. It's just having that pause. A lot of times you just won't you won't necessarily buy the thing. Exactly. It's like a spending barrier. I like it. <laughs> I know. Oh, I just thought of another one, too, is you could actually take all of those types of apps off your phone. So you'd have to actually go to a computer to make the purchase. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, agree. Because if it's important enough to buy, then you would make the effort. Yeah. Like when I buy diapers, I need diapers. So I'm, I'm, I'll go to my laptop and buy some diapers. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good one. I like that one. I do, too. I just made that up. Good idea. <laughs> good idea. Points to you. <laughs> I'm so amazing. Okay. What else you got? Um, okay, this is a fun one. Um, put it in your cart and then wait 24 hours before you actually purchase anything. Have you heard of this one? I've heard of this one from you. Now, give us the why behind this. So in theory, I've heard that if you leave something in your cart, you could potentially get a discount. Not always, but I have seen where I put something in my cart and then like I would get an email the next day saying, oh, you forgot something and it had a 15% off coupon. Oh, wow. I've never gotten that coupon. I've gotten the email that's like, hey, don't forget about your cart. Yeah. And I mean, not an always thing, but from, I mean, if you can get a discount, super. But on the other side of it, that gives you a full 24 hours to think about it before purchasing. Yes. Just taking that pause. And then I think ask yourself the question again, do I really need this? Will it add value? Yeah. And I, I mean, if it's something like diapers, then, you know, you don't need to wait 24 hours because you need diapers. Right on. Yeah. And see, the thing that I was looking at was bracelets. Like I was buying bracelets for um, Christmas presents. And so I was like, leave it in the cart, decide if it's the really the bracelets I want to buy. And then I got 15% off. Wow, that is cool. I'll have yeah. to try that. You'll have to. I, I don't know, like that could just be a random one happened once, but I was all about it. <laughs> well, Amazon's always changing their prices. And I like, I went to go list something um, on the blog that I had purchased several months ago. And I went in my and I, I came up like 35 dollars it was like four refrigerator bins plastic bins and I'm like in my head going there's no way I spent thirty five dollars on this like are you kidding and then I looked at my order history and I paid like 
17 or 18 bucks. I mean, it went up that much. Yeah, they change all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, another and, good reason to wait 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. If anybody knows secrets about that, let us know. Write it right in at podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com because I've, I've Googled it. I haven't spent a ton of time, but I'm really curious if there's any way you can predict when the prices go up or down. I, I have a feeling it's about demand, but who knows? Mm, yeah. Maybe there's an algorithm someone knows. <laughs> I know. And I wonder too, like if your prices, I've heard that sometimes like your price could be different from my price. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but I guess that's like, oh, that whole beast of the internet. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. True. All right. And the next one we have is the Dave Ramsey envelope theory. So anything with Dave Ramsey is fantastic. Um, you should check out his whole financial thought process is really, really cool. But we did this, Vic and I did this a couple of years ago. We tried out the whole envelope thing. Have you heard of that before? From you. Oh, score. <laughs> I know, such a nerd for saving. Um, but basically, it's kind of like what you were talking about where you spend where you spend cash literally everywhere, like no credit cards at all. But like you label these envelopes for each category that you spend in. So like there's a grocery category, there's a eating out category, you know, entertainment. And at the beginning of the month, you put a certain amount of money in there. So like, let's say the restaurant category had $50 in it or whatever you choose, um, whatever fits in your budget. And so you have that cash in that envelope and that's what you use throughout the entire month. And when it runs out, it runs out. Um, And you can't like cheat and borrow from the other envelopes. You have to make whatever is in that envelope last the entire month. Ooh, how do you come up with how much you put in there? Um, It's like a budget spreadsheet kind of thing where you divide it up like whatever your monthly income is and then you split it up into savings and you figure out like what are your core things that have to happen, like groceries, rent, those things go first. And then the rest of the money you like divvy up between like entertainment for him. And then I had like an entertainment for her envelope is really effective and it will get really fast. You will get very clear on how you're spending your money and you will slow down because you know you have to make it to the end of the month. <laughs> oh, I bet. I remember when you guys were doing this. So you don't do this all the time. You just kind of do it once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. I kind of changed it a little bit just because I, it, that's a little extreme for us. Um, but what we do is we do have like when we do our 30 day challenges of who can go paleo for 30 days straight. Um <laughs> You know, it's always a game. We'll have like a winner who can win an envelope and then they'll have cash. And then there's rules around the cash. Like you can use it once a week, uh, one meal out a week for whatever you want. And you have to stay within your envelope kind of thing. So we put little rules on it like that. So it's similar, but just not as strict. Oh, my gosh. You're so funny. So do you do all these things or does Vic come up with some of them, too? How does it work? No, that's definitely the inner elementary school teacher right there. Yeah. I was going to say, I can totally see you uh, you driving the ship on this one. <laughs> oh, that's that's totally me. That's and like from my teaching days, that's what I was known for is like making things into games, everything. I can find a way to make it fun. So that's kind of what I do with Vic and he just kind of comes along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, that makes it cool. I love it. Because I mean, we, a lot of times when you say or you think about saving money, it can feel very just negative and ugh, like like restrictive like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do so I think if you can make it into a game it's it's really helpful to be able to stick with it totally and then Vic and I are super competitive with each other and so add in that competitive edge we'll like we're ready game on <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love it. Okay. And then you got a couple more, right? Yes. So the next one is, and everybody should do this every time they're making any purchase, is to Google it. Google for discount codes, like put the item's name, the brand, whatever you know about it, and then put like discount code, promo code. There's like an endless supply of possibilities there. Oh, I've saved so much money. Once I realized that I could do this several years ago, I cannot tell you how much money I've saved. Oh man, all the time. It doesn't work every time, but a lot of the time you will find something that will get you some sort of discount. Yeah, it's true. And if you need help on it, just email us because we're the queens of the discount code. Mm -hmm. All right. And our last one, it's kind of a funny one. Uh, it's called searching incognito when you're shopping. So you know how you can make like a, a separate browser, like a private browser so that your cookies and your history are not being stored. So I read about if you use this incognito browser when you're shopping, that companies won't see the things that you're shopping. And so there might not be price changes. I don't know 100% if this is real, but I think it's a super good idea, especially when you're looking up like rental cars and planes tickets. Wow. I've never heard of this before. I don't, I don't know if this happens all the time, but you know how like when you go in and you're looking at plane tickets and then you'll go back like a week or two after when you finally settle on your dates and then the numbers are different. And I'm like, what happened? Why did they change? I mean, I know prices change on flight stuff all the time, but I'm like, did they change it? Cause I was looking at it or what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will have to do some research on that one. The, the other thing I like about the idea of this is one thing that I've noticed is when I'm shopping, I noticed this, especially when I was shopping for my sister-in-law's, uh, well for my dress for my sister-in-law's wedding. And she's really great at picking all this stuff out. So she sent me all the, everything online and so I was shopping online, looking up all these dresses. And then every time I'd go to any website that there would be like a Google ad for like a dress I had looked up. And so it's just this constant like, you know, the the cookies and all that come back and they tell you like, oh, you should buy this thing you were just looking at, which mm -hmm. is, can be really annoying and it can just keep tempting you. Oh, yeah. And it's also a good idea to do that if you're searching for like presents for someone else, uh, then they won't know what you're looking oh, yeah. for. Yeah, because when I was looking for a present for you, it was funny because, you know, we have a, a similar Amazon account. <laughs> and so, like, if I was searching on Amazon, then you could see the same things I was looking at because it'll say, like, previously, you know, searched for. And I was like, ah, she's going to know what I'm looking at. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I never look at that part. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is funny. I've never would have thought of that. Oh, my gosh. that That's, yeah. Well, so these are some good ideas, I think you know, trying one, try one on and see, see what works. There's so many things you can do with finances. So I'm sure we'll, we'll visit it again, but it's kind of amazing how much money you can save when you're really aware. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to get crazy with budgeting, but just little things make a big difference. Yeah, I think so too. And especially with all this like extreme couponing and I'm always like, oh, that sounds like so much fun, but it sounds like a lot of work. So I like the idea of these are practical, easy things to do that help slow you down, get you focused and then make responsible buying decisions. Yes. Woo. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to move on to a word from our sponsor. All right. So our sponsor is us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I just want to briefly mention that we have, if you're in Dallas and you're considering becoming a yoga teacher, we have an awesome training that starts in March 
And by the time this airs, the early discount deadline will have passed. But if you listen to the podcast, we're going to give you a discount of $200. So if you are thinking about it, and even if you've never really thought you'd want to teach yoga, you can learn so much about who you are. And it's really a pretty amazing personal development program. So Nicole's been through it. Do you want to share just a little bit about like what that means? Totally. And I was one of those who never had an idea that I wanted to teach. So if you're interested at all, you should come on down and try it out. Um, I will say that I learned so much about myself. Um, I really came out of my shell. I feel like I've come more into the person that I always wanted to be, but I didn't know how to get there. And I think that is strongly in part to doing this 200 hour training. Sounds crazy, but it's real people. I know. And you know, it's so you're such a great person to talk about your results because <laughs> you guys would never believe this. And we were saying this at the open house and Nicole, when I met her was incredibly shy and you barely talked in your teacher training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very shy, very private. Don't like to share a lot at all, which is funny. <laughs> I know. And now you're, I mean, she's like, everyone thinks she's the most outgoing person and your classes are crazy, hilarious. And you're like super outgoing and you, you're doing a podcast. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Like I know Vic and my mom, they're always like, we just can't believe what you're doing now. It's just so different from where I was a few years ago. Oh, that's so cool. So if you are interested in it, it starts in March, go to www.yogasportdallas.com and you can go to the events page. And if you put in the promo code spark podcast, it'll save you $200. So if, and if you have any questions, you know, send us an email. We, we love to talk about it because it's one of our favorite things. So it's definitely my favorite thing. Cause I don't know. It just is. <laughs> yep. Send it our way. We love to chat teacher training. Yay. Okay. So we're going to move on to a question and I love, I love, love, love this part. So you guys, if you have any questions about anything we were talking about or any coaching ideas or anything that comes up, please email us at podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and we might feature you on an episode. So we have a really great one. And Karen writes just simply, how do you not beat yourself up for setback? Mm. <laughs> Good one. Great mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have a really good friend. He was actually in our wedding. He's, um, he used to teach golf with John and he is an expert in this field of habit change and he has a PhD in behavioral change. And so we're, we're going to bring him on the podcast fairly soon. I told him, I'm like, you're coming on. Um, but anytime I get question where I just want some more information, I always ask him. So I actually, this is, Eric's response. And I'll, um, I'll link you guys in the show notes. I'll link up to his webpage. Okay. So this is what he says. So the first thing he says is teaching yourself and reminding yourself of unconditional love and self self acceptance. And he said simply we're human and we mess up. And I think sometimes that really is that simple is just going, okay, I'm human and I make mistakes because we can't ever, you would never expect anyone else to not make mistakes. So why would you expect that for yourself? Right. This, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that one hit, that was real. (laughs) I know it's so true. Um, the second one is this one really resonated with me because we talk about this in the studio a lot. We are, when we're talking about growth and change, we always give feedback to each other. And so as a yoga teachers and assistants, we have hands-on assistants in a lot of our classes. 
afterwards, if one of us is in each other's class, we'll go into the back and we'll give each other feedback. And it's such an awesome part of our culture as a studio because people are committed to growth and not that it's easy. It's of course always hard when someone says to you, you should work on this or whatever, but we have such an awesome trust in each other and a true commitment to wanting to be better that it's, it's a great exchange. And so what he said is failure is just feedback. I'm like, oh, that is so brilliant. Failures do not define us. They're opportunities for growth, which is exactly what I say to all my teachers and assistants and anyone I'm giving feedback to is that that's exactly what it is. So if you think about it, whatever failure that we each have or do in life is just feedback. And so he says something that really helped, which is um, it might slow you down, but it's not going to ruin everything. And it's just temporary. I think that's the huge part right there. Like it's temporary. Yes. And, you know, like right now, it's a little different than what we're going through with our, our stress that so we talked about in sucky moment, but it's, it is just the same ideas that it's temporary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the hard part to remember too, when you're stuck in the middle of anything, especially a failure is like, it's just temporary. It's going to move on. Hmm. Yes. And he said, so for this setback, she can learn what are some of the things, stressors, situations, and environments that challenge her? So it's just get the feedback. What is it that's challenging me? And then come up with a plan for how to stay on track when those situations present themselves. So I think this is really helpful because it can give you a tangible, like a way to look at things as perspective shift, but then also something tangible that you can take away from it and work on so that you can make a, you know, a different decision next time. And again, I love it. He just said it doesn't mean that you're not going to get to your goal. It might just take a little longer. So if you're talking, I always think of like healthy eating or say you're trying to lose weight for something. That's always just an easy example. But, you know, if you kind of backtrack from your goals, it doesn't mean you're not going to get there. It just means that might take a little longer and that's okay. Um, The last thing that he said was, you know, as he was finishing up his email, he just says, I'm about to go into a meeting with the doctors at a children's hospital. And he was meeting with pediatric oncologists. And he said the first meeting that he had, the doctor almost started breaking down before they even started talking. And he said, you know, they just deal with so much loss and it helped, it helped him really put his failures into perspective. I know it's heavy, but it's, it's really, especially if you're sitting, like we're each sitting there beating ourselves up for something that if you really think about like the grand scheme of a life, is it that big of a deal? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. And then once you get the feedback from the failure, like stop replaying it. I think that's mine. <laughs> I like replay that stuff over and over again, but like move on, get what you need yeah. from it. Move on. <laughs> move on. Yeah, absolutely. So Karen, I hope that helps. I, I always find Eric's whatever he responds, however he responds is always really, really helpful. So we'll, I'll commit to getting him on a future episode in the near future. So if you guys have any questions specifically geared towards making any kind of behavioral change, please send those in now podcast at Angela Wagner coaching. And, um, we'll ask Eric on the episode. Okay. We're going to move on to our, try this. We're kind of going back to some, some of our favorite things, which is clothing and clean out in general. So this isn't necessarily a clean out clutter situation, but do you want to explain what it is, Nicole? Yes, this is just a fun project that everyone should try. So when I did my big clean out, I came up with this idea 
of wanting to like make sure I was using everything that I had in my closet. You know how you can sometimes like skip, skip to your favorite clothes or you're like, don't love this one. I wanted to make sure I wasn't doing this. So what I created was like a line of all of my clothes. So like all of the shirts are together, all of the short sleeves, long sleeve, and I just kind of divided them up. And then whatever the first shirt is, that's the shirt I have to wear that day. And if I don't want to wear it, like I'm like, eh, I'd rather go to the next shirt, then that means I need to get rid of it because it doesn't fall into that favorite category. So I'm like, boom, you're out. Or I just get to go to the next shirt, which is super fun. And so each day you just pick whatever is the first thing in your closet. And it's super efficient in the morning because you don't have to think about what you're going to wear. It's whatever is the first thing that's already in line and ready to roll. Mm, yeah. And sometimes this doesn't work because of weather or whatever, but I think like you could choose if you wanted to just start small, it's like choose one category of clothing. So it could be like your work clothes or your workout or yoga clothes. And mm -hmm. cause I noticed with my yoga stuff, I have obviously a lot. And so I would, I mean, just like you said, just always go to my favorite tops. And so I was like, okay, when I, I fold them up, I put them in the back, I'm putting them in the back now of the drawer. And if you, if you fold your drawers, Marie Kondo style, I'm telling you this makes it so much easier because it's like a filing system. So you can just put them in the back. And then again, like, yeah, if I just kept repeatedly going in and not wanting that first shirt, I'm like, if I'm not going to wear it, I might as well just get rid of it. It's really an interesting like psychological experiment. It really is. And I, I really enjoy it. And I have mine divided by like short sleeve, sleeveless. And so whatever the season is at that moment in Texas, mm -hmm. you never really know. That's whatever the first section is in my closet. So that's where I'm pulling from. And all my stuff is hanging because we've got a humongous closet with no clothes in it. So when I do laundry, we just when you hang stuff up, it goes at the very back and it just keeps cycling through. But it's really good use of your clothes like I wear everything that is in my closet like nothing is not getting used well yeah and they say that you wear like 20% of what you have which is crazy and I I had to just get real with myself I'm like okay I clearly haven't worn this in four years like why do I keep it so mm -hmm. the you know there's so many we'll go through that again in another episode as far as like the why do I keep it because there's a lot of a lot of mind games that happen and just emotion and all kinds of different things. It's not like we're doing anything wrong. It's just, it's helpful to understand what keeps us holding on to things that don't really serve us. So anyway, so try that. And I, I would say just start small. I know like my mom freaked out, Nicole, she was like, Oh my God, I listened to your podcast and I went on your blog and she was like, Nicole has no clothes. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, she looks destitute. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. And I was like, she loves it. She's crazy. You know, so again, that's not for everybody, but <laughs> no, but find what works for you. And then whatever that is, let it make you happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. And she did give me permission to post a picture of her Nutcracker collection, but it's February. And so we're going to have to wait till December. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can't it. wait to we see check it out. We should I'm, unbox it just for this. I'm curious. Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, okay, so we're going to end with a shout out and I'm going to do the shout out today and I want to give a shout out to my littles, my little humans, Zoe and Luke. This week, especially with everything we talked about with the point of sale system and then just a lot of other work. I mean, Nicole and I have been working like 60 hour weeks for the past couple of weeks. It's been really crazy. <laughs> and 
for three nights in a row, I didn't get, I wasn't home to put the kids to sleep. And by Thursday, I was so missing them. And so I got to spend Thursday afternoon dinner and then get to put the kids down. And I just, you know, I mean, there's days where I, I'm just ready to wring their little necks, but there's <laughs> way more moments, so many more moments where they remind me that life is joyful and can be silly and fun. And it's like when I'm in whatever mood I'm in and they just smile at me or like Luke and I were throwing goofy and Minnie Mouse and doing cannonball. They were doing cannonballs onto the couch and just being silly. It was just so much fun. Aww. <laughs> I know. So it's, you know, you may not have kids. If you do have kids, definitely let them teach you that lesson. But if you don't, maybe go borrow a kid for an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> or use your fur baby. Yes, your fur. They also do that. They just look at you and go, it's okay. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> or let me sit on your lap and you can pet me. Aw. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please do us an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes. It really, really, really helps us out. You can find the show notes and blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us and comment on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coach A Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.